There's only one authority on the Tennessee Titans, and that's the Tennessean. And there's only one show that's an authority, too, and you've found it. This is Talkin' Titans. Hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Talkin' Titans. I'm Gentry Estes, alongside Ben Arthur. We're we're going to go back over a rough weekend for the Titans, uh, obviously, and look to a new week ahead. But first, it's Thanksgiving. Ben, you got any... Uh, Got any good plans for Thanksgiving? It's a uh, you know kind of a, a holiday week, even though it we got to kind of stop working enough to realize it. Yeah, for for sure. I, I'm I will be actually going to Knoxville uh, for the very first time with my girlfriend, who I met here uh, in, in when when I moved to uh, Nashville uh, six six months ago. So uh, we are heading to her parents. Um, place. Um, so I will be having Thanksgiving with them. It, it, it is going to be different for me, though, Gentry. It's going to be my first Thanksgiving ever away from my uh, from my parents oh. and my sister. So it is definitely a, a time of of adjustment. Uh, obviously, looking forward to being with my girlfriend and and her family. But it, I am going to miss my family. It is nice though because the Titans do have their bye week. The next week and so like i'm actually going after the new england game i'm going flying straight home and my parents and i were gonna have our own little thanksgiving deal but um but yeah that's that's kind of my plan uh how about you we've got uh, we're gonna be hosting got people coming in from out of town but i agree that you know when you look at the titan schedule they they have cooperated with with us in the holidays this year they, they're not playing on Thanksgiving. They, the week of, of Christmas is when they have their Thursday night game with the 49ers on the 23rd. So nothing to really complain about there. And, you know, I, I think uh, if there's any team in the NFL at this point that could use a bye week, it's probably the Titans, uh, as evidenced by the uh, loss to the Texans this last weekend. Then we need to probably dig into that first. And to me, this one – Look, you don't expect that they're going to lose to the Texans, one of the worst teams in the league. But there was an aspect to this that felt inevitable uh, at some at some level to me. At some point, those injuries, all the attrition, all this stuff was going to catch up with this team. It was just unavoidable. And from the time Derrick Henry got hurt, they went against the Rams when the, with the defense having a whale of a game and scoring points. Then they beat the Saints with the special teams having a whale of a game and being able to basically score points. It just wasn't sustainable, and while I felt like they were probably still going to be good enough to get past the Texans, what happened in this game when you when you consider the rain and the conditions and everything, it wasn't as shocking as I think, you know, to those of us who've watched the team, as I think it, it probably was around the league. Yeah, I, I think – and and with with the way that like the defense w- was playing it incredibly well too right like if you look at the numbers they only gave up a, a 190 yards which is the fewest in in the Mike Rabel era um, they didn't get, check this gentry they didn't allow a, a first down uh, they didn't let Houston get a first down on its final six drives and in all six of those final drives Houston didn't have more than nine yards. And they still lost the game. This is like a an out-of-this-world defensive performance, and they still lost. And so what, what does that tell us? It, it tells us the, the Titans have, have basically been overachieving, right? Like you mentioned, the, the defense kind of carried the load against the Rams. 
against uh, New Orleans. It was the special teams unit. But we've gotten to a point now where you just can't keep doing it. As resilient of a bunch as we know these Rabel Titans to be, and 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 they've kind of pulled out some so, some wins that have shocked everyone. But I think with Mike, with, with they've been they've embodied this next man up. Uh, mentality, but with R- Ryan Tannehill post game, kind of finally acknowledging for the first time, yeah, the injuries hurt. Um, it, it was his first time really kind of acknowledging that. It, it was always just, yeah, we'll, we just have to go with the guys we have. And then it, this was the first game where we kind of saw the Titans sort of acknowledge, yeah, it's it's hard to keep doing it. I mean, you're, you're down three healthy, you're down to just three healthy receivers. You lose AJ Brown in the game. You lose Marcus Johnson. In the game, you you don't have Julio Jones. Derrick Henry is already out. Jeff Swain, who's really been playing like your top tight end, he didn't play either. Jeremy McNichols didn't play either. I mean, you, you just can't keep doing it with, with this level of attrition. And and I think it's a lot of factors, right? It, it's all the attrition. It's the I think that these Titans just need their bye week, right? I mean, they've been playing for uh, just. Uh, you know, heading into this Houston game for, for 10 straight games. Um, and, and then the weather, the conditions didn't help at all. And, and this was a, a Texans team that was hungry too. And they were well rested, right? They had two weeks off. They, they were coming off their bye week. They were hungry for, for a win. They hadn't won since their season opener. I think it was a combination of a lot of things, but um, I think most of all, it's uh, the, the Titans just can't keep doing it with this level of attrition. And and, and so it, it's really going to be on the defense. I mean, we, we don't really know when kind of guys are going to start getting healthy. Uh, you, you hope that the injuries to A.J. Brown and, and Marcus Johnson aren't too serious. Um, but right now it's looking like the, the defense is going to have to carry the load, Gentry. Yeah, nobody wants to – to blame injuries, right? I mean, like the, when you, we talked to the team all season, they haven't wanted to say that. It sounds like an excuse. And look, everybody's dealing with that. The, uh, the Cardinals didn't have Kyler Murray. The Steelers didn't have T.J. Watt. I mean, you know, Lamar Jackson didn't play this last weekend for the Ravens. I mean, teams deal with this sort of thing. But what's happening with the Titans is getting ridiculous to the point that you're in a situation where you're relying on Dontrell Hilliard to win you a game. And to his credit, he actually got fairly close to being able to do it. Uh, but yes, Dontrell Hilliard, Nick Westbrook, Akine are not guys that you need to be relying on as much as they were in the fourth quarter of this game. Those guys got the most of the the majority of the touches. You also had Des Fitzpatrick out there. Uh, he had the the highest snap totals for any of the receivers. Now, Ben, imagine a month ago to be told that. Let's say in week 11, the, the receiver who was going to be on the field the most for the Titans is Des Fitzpatrick, who back in August, we weren't even sure was still going to make the practice squad. Yeah. So uh, it's just, it's too much to ask. And it's too much to ask of Ryan Tannehill, which is kind of the, the question I want to ask is how much concern you have over the quarterback at this point? Because look, anytime you throw four interceptions, that's bad. That's a bad day. And you no, there, there's no excuse for that to some level. Tannehill's going to have to play better. But when you look at the, the, the supporting cast and the way this game went, they're asking too much at this point of their quarterback, in my opinion. Uh, he's basically having to do it by himself. And you're just, it's not realistic to me 
to think this offense can be without all the guys they were in the second half of this game and still be okay and able to 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 not just survive but in in this case to come back and win a game um i i just feel like logic caught up with the titans realism caught up with the titans this was kind of a slap in the face to say no nah, no nah, you're gonna have a hard time without derrick henry it's not gonna be this easy yeah, and, and and to your point with Tannehill, the, the the person, the quality of the personnel he, he's playing with absolutely played a, a factor in his career worst game. You you saw a couple of those interceptions were to Des Fitzpatrick. That the miscommunication, the, there appeared to be a miscommunication with the route that Des was supposed to run and and where Ryan thought he'd be, and that comes with you know not only a guy who kind of lacks experience, but a guy who if you're Tannehill, you haven't had a lot of reps with, like you you haven't had that time to really build that chemistry with. And I, I think we saw that um, in, in some of those throws. And and look, that doesn't excuse some of the other uh, kind of ill-advised throws he, he made in that game. And even throughout this season, uh, he, he's I think he's kind of telegraphed some passes. Um, I, I think a, a big example of that was the red zone interception he had when, when he was targeting A.J., over the middle, he was just kind of like staring him down, and and the the Texans linebacker was able to just kind of kind of sit there and, and you know nearly had uh, the, the pick six. So Tannehill needs to be better, but but then as you said, I mean I mean when you're you're playing with just a, a kind of a, a bunch of practice squad guys and 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 fringe uh, fringe talent, it's going to hurt what you're able to do as a quarterback. And then you add not having a guy like Derrick Henry in the backfield it, that p- puts pressure uh, on you to kind of make something happen in the passing game. And Tannehill won't I- admit that, but I absolutely think uh, that that plays a factor. So, so yeah, it, it's, it's, <laughs> it, it's really hard to uh, kind of see what, where this Titans offense is uh gonna be uh you know down down the stretch uh and and again I have to keep thinking about the defense needing to carry the load because at this point you can't really depend on the offense to kind of get it it, its guys back right you hope that Derrick Henry will will be back at the end of the season you hope that Julio Jones will be ready as soon as he's eligible out of the bye week you hope that Marcus Johnson and AJ Brown won't miss time but we've been hoping this since the, the summer it, it feels like at, at this point so um if there so if there is a, a silver lining in that though it is that the defense has shown it might actually be be capable of helping them get a few wins here um i don't think we knew that at the start of the season i, I think you kind of come into this going looking at what happened last season it was pretty much like okay the offense is still going to have to just be outstanding for this team to have a chance to get where it wants to go because it's going to have to carry the defense. And I think for a few weeks that was still the case, but the defense has improved to the point that look, they almost won this game against the Texans. And I understand you're a huge favorite and you need to be, you know, the best, the quote unquote best team in the NFL should be beating the quote unquote worst team in the NFL. But the way that game played out, the only reason they had a chance was because of how well the defense played, especially in the red zone, holding the Texans to field goals. You know, they only had 190 yards of offense. 
Defensively, the Titans really have improved to the point that I think they're providing some hope on that side of the ball that you wouldn't have expected. So on one hand, you can feel comforted by that. On the other hand, it's even more frustrating what's happening on offense because if they stayed healthy on that side of the ball, if the defense playing better, all of a sudden a lot of things start looking possible for this team that didn't maybe because they're starting to play complementary football, which that's a phrase I'm really tired of by now, Ben, honestly, because you hear it over and over and the Titans hardly ever really do it. They're not doing it now either. Only it's the defense carrying the offense. Yeah, I think it, it has to be frustrating, right? Because the defense is finally good. It's finally not that Achilles heel and, and the offense isn't what it's been. So uh, that has to be frustrating. And and Gentry, I know that there's so much time uh, left in, in this season uh, that there's a lot that uh, will kind of unfold over the next uh, several weeks. But Look, I, I mean, as as much as I think that this defense, na- the way it is now personnel-wise, is equipped to kind of carry the load, I, I just don't see that being a you know formula for uh, playoff success. And uh, because like you, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to score points, right? Like even even in this this run that the Titans have been in uh, defensively, that the Bills. Even though they won that game, the Bills scored 31. The Colts a few weeks ago scored 31. The Chiefs team they beat several weeks ago um, are kind of looking the, the way that they've looked the, the last couple years. And so this defense can keep you in games and win you games. But when your offense isn't able to produce like it has been in the past, I think it's going to be hard um, to, to win um, kind of down the stretch. Um, but the Titans obviously uh, moving on uh, to, to face uh, Bill Belichick in the new New England Patriots. But before we get to that, um, let me tell you about the new sports app we've launched as part of our USA Today family. USA Today Sports Plus is the new sports app that puts the fans first. Get the latest scores, stats, and standings, and more by downloading USA Today Sports Plus from the App Store today. Gentry... Mike Vrabel going up against his former coach for the third time. Vrabel is 2-0 against Belichick. This time, uh, this is a very different uh, Titans team, a very different Patriots team as well with no Tom Brady, Matt Jones um, under center and whatnot. What are you kind of expecting from uh, Tennessee or or what do you hope to to see uh, from the Titans when, when they head out to New England? Well, I think the Titans are going to be pretty heavy underdogs in this game, you know, with how it looks right now, which if form holds, that means they should go win, right? Because that's usually what happens when they're, they play the best teams, they go on the road and win these kind of games. But I, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that can't happen. The Vrabel special has, has happened a few times already this season. So I'm not going to say that that's impossible, but I'm going to tell you, I mean, with the way both of these teams are, are kind of trending at the moment, it's hard to see how the Titans go win this one. And, and, and Ben, I, I think when you started the season, when you looked at the Titans schedule, this was always going to be a tough ask because you're talking about the last week before the bye week, they were going to have to go right around Thanksgiving. They were going to have to go to new England and play a Patriots team. That was probably going to have going to have started to figure it out a little bit better. You knew they were going to be starting a rookie quarterback probably. And, you know, they were going to start getting it together as they have. And that's, that's kind of held true. The Patriots are a lot better now than they were a couple of months ago. 
but I'm not sure the Titans are. And I, I think, gosh, you would really like to have the bye week before going to play this game <laughs> because they're just so beat up right now that it's, it's just it, at some point it's not a fair fight unless the offense starts getting some guys back. If you go up there, and I don't I don't know what's going to happen this week with uh, with AJ Brown's status, but if you go up there without AJ, Julio, Derrick Henry, Jeff Swain, McNichols, Marcus Johnson, all these guys, I just don't think they have a chance. Yeah, I I agree. But then as you kind of started off your your point with, I mean, this kind of feels like the kind of game that the Titans can do win, right? When, when everyone is kind of doubting them, it, it seems like they've they they kind of find a way. But um but yeah, yet your point, I mean, again, th- this is going to have to be on on the defense and and I think if 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 you're you're the Titans in that pass rush which didn't have a lot of success against Tyrod Taylor, right? I, I mean, a, a dual threat guy uh, was able. The, the Titans were a, weren't able to get great contain uh, with him. But beat beat them um, on the edges. Beat beat them uh, with their legs. I mean, Mac Jones. He's a um, as effective of a quarterback as he is. He, he's not going to be moving. And so, if you're the Titans' pass rush, this is a game for you to kind of get back um, on track. Um, and and I know that that. Uh, uh, well, that that Patriots pass protection um, is very good, but uh, we've seen the Titans pass rush being able to win Titans games uh, by themselves. And so I think if, if you're the Titans to have any chance of winning because of all the offensive issues, um, like you said, it's going to take the pass rush being able to just wreck the uh you know, Belichick's game plan, um, you know, with, with Mac Jones. And so I, I, I think that's really their only hope to, to be well, honest. And honestly, you're, you're asking now the Titans to, to win games in a manner that is completely different from how it was early in the year when they won in like Seattle and games like that, not to say they can't do it because they did, they did it in Los Angeles. But I think it, if you know going into the season the injuries that they they faced offensively and the fact that at this point the defense was going to be the de- it was going to have to to be the driving force in this team winning games i don't think you would have thought it was possible uh the defense has overachieved a little bit but i still think to an extent the titans are who they are and as much as we talk about these games that they win and they're not supposed to and i'm not saying it couldn't happen again I, I I don't put anything past this team. I've seen it happen too many times. But I've also seen games like late last year when they went to Green Bay and got blown out. Mm, and it, it's it a good can, one. <laughs> it, 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 it can happen when you get it the wrong team at the wrong time. And then this kind of feels that way to me, but we'll see. You know, we'll see. I, again, I don't with the with the Titans, you, you kind of have to expect the unexpected, but this is a tough one. I, I, I do not like their chances a lot in this game. Yeah. Well, I think that, that, that pretty much does it um, on, on my end, Gentry. I don't know if you had anything um, else to add, but, uh, you know, I, I just will, will say that the Titans will be very much looking forward to, to the post game uh, with this, you know, being able to go on the bye and get healthy. Um, regardless of what happens in this game, obviously they want to win, but there isn't a team in NFL history that's needed a bye week as much as the Titans do uh, right now. Uh, so I, I think I'll, I'll end with that.
All right. Well, that'll do it for this edition of Talking Titans. We hope you'll subscribe to Tennessean.com if you haven't already. Remember to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, wherever it is you get your podcasts. Drop us a review and a rating while you're at it. For Ben Arthur, I'm Jetri Estes. Thanks for listening. Thank you, guys. Talking Titans hosts each Thursday at Tennessean.com. You can also subscribe to Talking Titans for free on Apple Podcasts and Google Play. I'm Sean King. Talking Titans is a production of the Tennessean.